Welcome to episode four of the Holistic Helper Reconnect. Today we are featuring Mary Rose McGuire. I'm so excited to bring you this incredible human being who is going to share more about the misunderstandings around marketing and money. So Mary Rose and I know one another from a Facebook group that we participate in and we work together to plan our businesses to the moon and to astrology. I know that sounds super woo, but it's very cool. And hopefully I can share more about that in a later segment. But today we're gonna be talking about the misunderstandings around marketing and money. And this is a biggie. Um, This is just important regardless what industry you are in. And I hope that you find a lot of value out of challenging yourself around these areas. Mary Rose has this beautiful, lighthearted spirit, and I'm sure that you're going to hear this lightheartedness, this joyfulness, this enthusiasm come through her segment. And I am looking forward to you receiving her love, support, and grace. Enjoy. holistic helper. I'm Mary Rose Wildfire McGuire, founder of Star Maker Marketing. And some people have wondered what what kind of name is Wildfire McGuire. So I'll tell you really the the super quick story. I have a copywriter friend and mentor, and I was on a phone call with him and explaining all the different projects I was working on. And he said, oh my gosh, he said, you're on fire. And I laughed and he said, you're like a wildfire. And I laughed again. And then that's when he said, wildfire McGuire. So that's how I got the nickname. And I loved it. And I told him I was going to use it from that point on because I've always wanted a nickname and never had one. So that is my nickname. And as founder of Star Maker Marketing, I help business owners and thought leaders, um, with the opportunity to share their expertise with ghostwriting services and book promotion marketing strategies through multiple channels. So today I would like to help empower you by sharing a few misunderstandings around marketing and money. Beverly has provided uh, me a few questions uh, to answer and so Uh, in support of you taking good care of yourself while you do the great work uh, that you're doing, um, I will answer them. So first, thank you for being here. Excuse me. And if you're ready, let's begin. The first question is, what are three common misunderstandings that helpers have around marketing and money? So uh, I'm going to list a few of these. And to give you a little bit of context, years ago, I spoke at a conference for Traeger practitioners. And if you're not familiar with uh, the Traeger method, it is body work. It is similar or close to massage therapy um, and some other types of body work. But at any rate, 
it was a room full of people who really wanted to help uh, their clients connect with their bodies, feel good about their bodies, and 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 just be more aware and, and walk around relaxed and not stiffened up or stressed out. So one of the things that I learned from this conference, uh, which kind of surprised me, uh, is making money with their gifts and talents was considered either greedy or dirty. Uh, sales was slimy or yucky. It makes people dislike them and they don't like, they didn't like doing it. And then finally, number three, I'm really good at what I do and my heart is in the right place. I should attract great clients who will be happy to pay me. So those are uh, some of the common, most common misconceptions or misunderstandings that I saw regarding marketing and making money. So again, number one was making money with my gifts and talents is considered greedy or dirty. Number two, sales is slimy or yucky. It makes people dislike me and I don't like doing it. And three, if I'm really good at what I do and my heart's in the right place, I should attract great clients who will be happy to pay me. So uh, what? the next question is, what is the strategy you use to help people shift these misunderstandings? So, the, you know, and I'm continuing to evolve just like you and um, anyone else who's listening to this. But I, at this point in my life, I recognize that money is a transaction of energy. The business owner, okay, this is you. If, if, you, if you own your own business, you have worked hard to create a service or product that will solve a problem. That problem drains the prospective buyer's energy. The business owner, you, <laughs> have the opportunity and the ability to replace that energy and sometimes increase it. That is worth a lot to the customer or client, and it deserves a fair trade. So that is one of the ways that I talk to people when it, about this when it comes to um, shifting your mindset regarding money. The next question, how do you reframe marketing and money in your own life? Well, attitudes about money first must be addressed in the mind. How did you understand money in your life? Was it treated as a limited resource? Or was the person, or you, I should say, were you raised in a home where abundant thinking reigned? It is first important to understand that many people, and especially women, undercharge for their services or products. It's important to know your worth, the value you bring to your customers and clients, and then position your marketing as a clear way to address the problem a customer client has and why you are uniquely qualified to solve it. I recently saw an example of this with someone who was trying to basically sell a course and they, and they, they did something that I, I've worked with a lot of B2B companies and some B2C companies. So I've worked with a lot of different businesses and this is a very, very common, um, challenge, I guess, or common, I, I don't like saying problem, but 
it, it's, it's very common. And that is when a business focuses first on what they have to offer instead of focusing first on their client or customer's problem. You have to focus first on them. You have to identify whatever that problem is, and then you can bring in your solution. But you have to do that very clearly at the beginning. You cannot lead um, any kind of a marketing or sales initiative first by focusing on yourself. And that is a uh, common mistake uh, that many people make, is, and even larger businesses. So um, next question, share a story where you or someone you worked with became empowered around marketing and money and how that impacted their success. Now, in this particular instance, I'm going to use myself as an example. When I first started out as a professional copywriter, I asked a colleague what was a fair price for writing a press release. And she said, I wouldn't write a press release for anything less than $250. Now, I was brand new to being self-employed and I gasped. I thought, oh my gosh, really? Someone would pay me that? It seemed very high at the time. However, after I did some research and also worked on my own numbers regarding uh, running my own business, I realized why fees were usually around that amount. As business owners, we're responsible for our, for our own office maintenance, healthcare, and benefits. Basically, everything that an employer takes care of when we work for them. So it's not just the value I was bringing to the, pro to the project, but the cost of doing business. And I, I really would like to just pause right there and ask that you would really consider that if that is something you haven't considered before. It's, you know, when, when we're talking about charging money for what we can do for someone by providing them a service or a product. It's just not, it isn't just the value of that product or service. We are putting into that also the cost of doing business. So, you know, you have a computer to upkeep. You might have a car that you need to drive to and from uh, your location of, of service delivery. Um, you might have, well, you probably have cell phone you know, that you have insurance that you need, you have different professional affiliations, you might need a license for it. I mean, all of these things all put together, that's the cost of doing business. So think about that also, um, when you're thinking about this whole concept of money and charging money for what you do. So fast forward to today, I just recently gave a quote to a prospect for a project that could be between $7,000 and $15,000, depending upon how many extras he wanted. I did not bat an eye when I quoted him that amount, and I did it confidently. Now, it's taken me years to reach that point. <laughs> For some, it comes more quickly. For me, I've had to overcome a lot of internal criticism that is a residue from my childhood years. So all I can say is, yes, you can break out of stinking thinking. Next question. What are three tips or tools you would recommend to continue to work on money mindset so you can actualize a higher calling through a career or business? So I am a really big bookworm. 
Um, I love reading books, especially business books. So I'm going to recommend a few books and, um, and maybe some resources that can help you. The first one, I believe that every business owner and especially every woman business owner should read the book, Pitch Anything, An Innovative Method for Presenting, Persuading, and Winning the Deal by Oren Claff. I actually am holding it in my hand at this moment. It is filled with highlighted, highlighted pages. And then I actually have some sticky note bookmarks all throughout. Uh, I, I got so much out of this book. And it's, it might seem an unusual recommendation um, because Oren Claff is basically, he pitches deals, investment deals to some pretty big uh, high rollers. Uh, you know, these are very, very wealthy people that he will make a pitch to regarding multi-million dollar investments. And he lands these deals and has done such a great job. And finally, he decided to write a book about how he was able to present, persuade, and win these very lucrative deals. And one of the the things that he says in uh, his, I mean, there's a lot of mind shifting going on in this book. So, I mean, be prepared to be challenged maybe in the way you think regarding money. But one of the, one of the phrases that he repeats frequently throughout the book is, you are the prize. And again, this is a perspective that maybe you already have this, but if you don't, to realize that if you have something of value that is going to help another person, to realize that you are the prize and that they, it's up to them to qualify themselves to do business with you. That is what is meant when Oren says you are the prize. He basically approaches his prospects by letting them know that he is closely evaluating them to make sure they are worthy of his time. Now that's a completely that's a completely new kind of way of looking at things such as meetings and presentations than what most people do because especially if you're in need of money, it is very easy to get desperate and to feel like, okay, I, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to to get this deal, you know. Um, but Oren has a different Oren Clef has a quite a different uh, approach, and it's well worth reading. So get that book. Number two, another great book, is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. He believes that the main reason to start a business is to eventually sell it. However, he has some great insights regarding managing a business and how to work on a business and not just in it. And that is a very uh, important distinction. Many times we get involved in businesses because we love doing whatever it is we, you know, it is. I mean, I think in the, in the book, if I remember correctly, there was a story about a woman who loved to make pies. She, you know, so she decided I'll open a pie store. Well, she was so busy making pies that she wasn't really learning how to create a marketing strategy for her business so that it could continue without her. And, and that's the real key of a good business is, you know, could you leave it for a week or two weeks and would it still run? Now, 
for those of us who are solopreneurs, you know, maybe not. But if you have a staff of people, then yes, you know, that you would like to get to that level where you could leave for a week or two weeks and your business could run as usual. So, and that's a very good book, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And uh, finally, if you feel unsure or shaky about quoting higher fees, um, I have a little exercise that you can try. I want you to write it down. So write down whatever that high fee is. Stand in front of a mirror and practice saying it confidently. The service or product fee is, and then fill in the blank with whatever your quote is. That's it. No explanation. Now, you know, don't, it, it's very tempting to say, well, the service product fee is $500, but you know, with that, you get blah, 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 or it's $500. But you know, if you like, I could, I could uh, separate that into two, two different payments or three payments to make it more, for, you know, don't, don't do that. Just look in the mirror and say the service and product fee is $500 or whatever the amount is. And then that's it. No explanation. Just practice saying a specific number confidently and resist trying to justify it in any way. So my father was a salesman. He was a very successful salesman. So I've learned a lot of different tricks from him. But one of the things he taught me was when you tell a prospect how much money, when you, you know, you, you say this is the amount, just say the amount and then shut up. Don't say anything else. And you're quiet because you're giving that person time to digest what you just said. And then it's the balls in their court. So you're not trying to justify, you're not trying to explain away or minimize anything. You're just saying, this is what I charge. And then it's up to them to come up with questions or concerns or whatever. But anyway, it, 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 it does take practice. So just uh, realize that, you know, give yourself some time. And if it's something that you have not felt confident doing, do it first in front of a mirror. And then I have one more book. And this is one of my favorites. It's called Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. So Stephen Pressfield wrote a book years ago. And it's a book I still, it's on my reading list, but I think it's called The War of Art. He believes, Stephen Pressfield believes that when it comes to creativity, that we are going to be in a battle. And I completely agree. And if you have a creative bone in your body, <laughs> you probably will agree too. You'll, you'll probably nod your head in uh, you know, recognition when I tell you that oftentimes if, if you are sitting down or standing up to create something, it could be a painting, it could be writing a book, it could be playing uh, some music, that you will be bombarded, it seems, by distractions and negative feelings or doubt or an anxiety or whatever. And that is the battle. That's the battle that, that we are in. So he wrote this book called Do the Work. It's available on Amazon. And he talks about resistance and even personifies it by giving it that capital R. So when you start to make headway regarding your attitudes and feelings about money, know you're going to be met with resistance, either from well-meaning friends and family, acquaintances, or old tapes in your head, wherever. 
oppress on, believe in yourself, realize you are worth it, and slay that resistance dragon. So it's an excellent book. Highly recommend Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. So that's it. Uh, thank you for being with me today. And if you'd like to connect with me further, my contact information is MR. I'm going to give you my email address, mr at maryrosemcguire.com. And McGuire is M-A-G-U-I-R-E, maryrosemcguire.com. I also have something special that I've been offering this at the time of this recording um, in honor of National Entrepreneurship Week. And for anyone who is listening to this, and if you're interested in this, I have a special regarding what I call our authority bio service. What that is, is basically writing a bio that you can feature on your website, on your about page. You can also feature it you know, on your LinkedIn profile. You could feature it in your presentations, but there is a very specific way of presenting yourself to the world. And the business that I'm in is all about promoting people and promoting their expertise. And there's a certain way to do that. So if you're interested in that, just send me an email at mr at maryrosemcguire.com. Say that you're interested in the authority bio. And I'm going to give you the same super low price that I'm not going to be offering this anymore after this week. But if you're listening, I will offer it to you. But it's it's 70% off actually my regular price for this bio. So uh, go ahead and if, if that sounds interesting to you, contact me. We'll set up a phone call and we'll talk about it. So thank you so much uh, for the privilege of your time and you taking the time to listen to this and I appreciate it and I appreciate Beverly for giving me the opportunity to share this with you. I hope uh, some of the information that I've offered is helpful to you and encouraging because um, it's, it is um, challenging to do what we do. Not everybody's able to do it. So, so if you've been out there um, just, you know, planting your field uh, with all these wonderful things that you have to give, I applaud you. And I wish you the very, very best. Believe that what you have is well worth it and that people are being helped by what you do. Thanks so much. You have a wonderful, wonderful rest of 2020.